Hello, friends, kingdom builders, kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to the ministry of Apostle Kenneth Fletcher and the Mind of Conception podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast to help us connect with the body of Christ and contribute to the growth and success of the kingdom of God. So let's join the teaching of the word right now. Things that we can use as far as the technology uh, for the hour and that we have. So even as I am on the line here uh, with Dr. Bass of Stairway of Heaven and all of his listeners and supporters, at the same time, we're actually podcasting this and it will be available on the Mind of Conception podcast. Uh, where anytime you have anywhere you can find a podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you can get those, you can go back and listen to just the audio, uh, not the video, but the audio. So, But I just thank God for the opportunity uh, to even come on and share with the people of God and prayerfully say some things that will encourage us all to continue to walk uh, in the way that God would have us to walk. And even as Dr. Bass was sharing, I, I know there are many people uh, that have uh, prayer needs and things that we need to talk to God about, uh, things that we need to uh, make our requests known to God, make our petitions known to God. And that's one of the greatest things that we must understand is that we do have the opportunity, you know, through Jesus Christ to make our requests known to God. And one thing about God is that God, first of all, is never changing. Uh, there's so many things that the Bible talks about, but one of the greatest understandings that we must all come to the reality of is that God never changes. Uh, he truly is the same, you know, yesterday, today, and forever. And that's a blessing for us because we know that if we approach God in the way that he has designed for us to approach him, then we know exactly how he'll respond when we have followed his commandments. And that's what I want to talk about uh, and just share with all of the people that may be listening, those that will listen uh, again later on, is that the law of the spirit of life. And so let me just read the verses here real quickly, and then we're going to jump into this because uh, we want to show you some things that God has kind of opened up to my heart here, and we'll, and we'll dive into it a little bit more and more uh, as the time persists. So but many of you know this verse and these passages of scripture. Uh, many people have used them in, in encouraging, uh, and we need to encourage one another. And so he says in Romans chapter number eight, and I'm only going to read two verses, and then we're going to dive into this and just talk about this for a few moments. He says, therefore, there, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, now that's gonna be important, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now this, this is something that I would hope many of God's people will take heed to because it's not concerning these things are not just concerning what we do, if you will, you know, at the church house or what we do as far as our, uh, you know, our just daily or a weekly religious obligation. But what what Christ has come to do in the life of the believer 
is to allow us to be a partaker of a new law, right? And so whenever you look at any kind of law, whether it's a physical law, a scientific law, uh, the laws of physics, you know, what we call the law of gravity, uh, different things, you know, uh, we have the law of thermodynamics, the law of aerodynamics, and all of these laws have their parameters in which they have to operate. And so one of the greatest ones that many times will just have people to marvel, even just physically, is again, the law of aerodynamics, right? Because we were just back there, uh, where we're from back there in the Columbus, Ohio area in Youngstown and, and Maysbury, Ohio, we, we flew on an airplane. And if you ever just looked at an airplane while it's still on the ground, and while it's still on what they call the tarmac, where it's still, you know, before it takes off, you can almost look at that thing and say, how does something that big fly through the air? And how is it possible that a machine, right, that heavy and that big can defy, as it were, if you want to say it that way, the laws of gravity and begin to fly into the atmosphere and get you from Texas to uh, Pittsburgh in, in three and a half hours. You, you understand what I'm saying? So you say, well, what are you talking about, Brother Preacher? But what see, I'm talking about there are laws of physics. There are laws of aerodynamics. And certain laws can override other laws. You understand what I'm saying? So, so, so even though the law of gravity is there, we can take the laws of aerodynamics and the laws of physics and operate in that and cause something that is, that is almost as heavy as, you know, a small building and it can actually fly through the air. Now I'm saying all of that because I'm going to bring this down real quickly into what I'm talking about and what God wants his people to know, which is the law of the spirit of life. Glory to God. And so I want you to understand that laws are set. These are things that God has set in motion. And his law, the law of the Lord, is perfect converting the soul. So when the parameters of God's laws are operated in, they will supersede every other law that may be in the earth, okay? Now, you got to walk with me because many times you and I have to get to that place to first of all understanding, well, what are some of the laws that God has set forth in his word for you and I to operate in? And so here in Romans 8, in verse two, just again, it says, the law of the spirit of life has set me free, a spirit of life in Christ Jesus, excuse me, has made me free from the law of sin and death. So in our natural body, in our physical being, there is a law of sin and death, right? In other words, if the natural man is not continually renewed by the spirit, it is going to, again, be subject to death. And that's why the Bible tells us very plainly in Hebrews chapter number nine that 
It is appointed unto man once to die, but after that, the judgment. That's Hebrews 9, I believe, in verse 27. So we, it's appointed. That, that is a law. Folks, we, you and I are not going to escape that law. But the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So what are you saying, brother preacher? I'm saying this right here. Though the law of sin and death is in the earth, it is in the natural realm, if you will. It is in, it is all around us, right? Uh, decay. When you're talking about death, you're talking about things that decay, things that get worse instead of over time, instead of getting better over time. Uh, you're talking about the situations of where uh, the enemy comes to, again, to kill, to steal, and to destroy, right? So thus, that's a law that is in the earth, the law of sin and death. So those of us or those that who have never come to Jesus are continually subject to that law and at the mercy, which there really ain't no mercy, but at the, at the uh, mercy of that law to where there's nothing that we can do about the decay that takes place. But the good news is, now I don't want to talk about that law of sin and death a lot, but I want to talk about the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The good news is, is that you and I have the opportunity, not only for eternity, but also in the realm of time to get with God and begin to understand the laws of the spirit. Glory to God. Right now, it doesn't just like anything else. Those that have learned the laws of physics, those that have learned the laws of aerodynamics, those that have learned uh, the different laws of thermodynamics and whatever have you, and all of the different laws, right? Uh, you know, again, engineering and all of that. It, they didn't learn it just by snapping their fingers. But what they had to do, they had to study it. They had to get information. Uh, they had to get, again, counsel from those that have uh, built foundations of knowledge before them. You know, over the years of the different scientists that have learned different things about the natural law and the natural way things happen, all of that. So what am I saying? If that be the case naturally, then spiritually, we have to stop trying to be, uh, if you will, uh, uh, dogmatic and religious and begin to dig into the word of God and begin to pull out by the spirit the laws of the spirit. And I'm going to deal with just one real quickly uh, today and hope perhaps we'll do this again at another time. But again, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. One of the laws of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is simply this, is that the spirit dictates the natural. In other words, what you cannot see is always in control of what you can see. Now watch this, very simple, very plain, but it's so true. Just like the real you, your spirit man, the person on the inside, right? Just like when we go, we talk about the law of sin and death. When you go to a funeral or whatever have you, the person's laying there in the casket or the body and we'll say, uh, uh, grandma's not there, right? That's just her body. Grandma has flown, she, she has took the wings of the morning, hallelujah, and she has she has fly, flew away, right? Like the song says, you know, I'll fly away 
one, one, one glad morning, glory to God, when this life is over, I will fly away. So as we fly away in the spirit, if you will, just follow with me, but yet the body is laying there in the casket, right? So, so again, that law of sin and death is in the natural. But if I learn how to live by the spirit, though a man die, yet shall he live again. All right. So, so all I'm saying is this, is that there is a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, and it has made me free from the law of sin and death. And one of those laws, again, is, is to learn how to say what God says. I said, first of all, that everything that is seen is controlled by something that is not seen. So even the person before the person's body was in the casket, the person lived in the body, but you cannot see the real person. You just see the body. So when the spirit of the real person leaves the body, the body is now lifeless. So what you couldn't see was actually controlling what you can see. It, listen, it's the same when it comes to uh, different things again, uh, when you look at the roots of a tree, you look at the foundation of a home, whatever have you, many times it's the thing that you can't see that's keeping in place the things that you can see. Now, I want to just walk this, if, if you can grab hold of this. So what Jesus dealt with, he always dealt with the unseen first. That's a law. Man, I know I don't have time to work, work this through here like I would like to. It's a law. Jesus dealt with the unseen first. He dealt with the spirit, if you will, first, right? Remember when they were on the boat and he said, let us go to the other side. And they, as they were going to the other side, a great wind came and, and the boat was crashing and, and, and the disciples woke Jesus up. He said, Lord, don't you care that we're perishing? And then he, they woke him up and Jesus, it says, he spoke to the wind and then said to the sea, peace be still. So he spoke, first of all, to something you can't see. He spoke to the wind and told the sea to be calm. Glory to God. I'm talking about he dealt with the unseen. Another example of Jesus, just another example, the law of the spirit of life. Another example is when, again, he came to the fig tree and he thought he was going to get some figs off the tree and he spoke to the fig tree and said, no one will ever eat fruit from you again. They went on down and did their business, came back the next day. Peter calls to remember, he said, Lord, the fig tree which you cursed, in other words, that you spoke evil or negative to, you spoke negative to, you told him nobody would eat of it. That tree that you spoke negative to has dried up from the root. Glory to God. Jesus dealt with the root of the problem and not just the manifestation of what you can see. Okay, so all I'm saying to us people of God is this, is that this is a law the way God wants to operate in all of us, how he wants to operate through all of us. He wants to operate in the law of the spirit. Uh, you want to, if you're taking notes, if you're, maybe if you're listening, you want to go back and verify the scripture, look at John 6 and 63. Jesus said these words. He said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. 
the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life, right? That's John, St. John's chapter number six and verse number 63. Again, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Well, somebody might say, well, brother preacher, that sounds good, but I live in this natural world. Amen. You are 100% correct and you are 100% right. But what the spirit will dictate the natural. You'll say, well, how can that be? Well, the spirit controls and creates all things. You say, preacher, explain that to me. Well, did not the Bible say that God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him how? In spirit and in truth. Didn't the word say that? Now, wait a minute. If God is a spirit, then God, a spirit, made the world. He made what you can see by using material that you cannot see. Now, it said God is a spirit, but did not God create the heavens and the earth? Did not God create the seas and the trees and the birds and the bees, whatever have you, glory to God. Did not God create all these things? But yet God is a spirit. Well, how is it that a spirit created matter? Glory to God. So the spirit actually is greater than the physical. Folks, this, this is really simple, but you got to let your mind grab a hold of it, right? Because this is not religious. So that's why it's so important for you and I to be careful of the words we let come out of our mouth because out of the abundance of my heart or my spirit, the mouth will speak. You have to say about yourself what God has said about you. That is a law of the spirit and it will continually free you and loose you from the laws of the spirit of, uh, excuse me, from the law of sin and death, right? Because that law is in the earth. It's in, it's in, it's here. Uh, you can look at, let a tree uh, roots get cut and that, and it, it, it immediately is going to start dying, right? Uh, you, you can see things decay just naturally. If you don't continually, uh, if we don't continually just wash our bodies, right? We could just sit still and not do anything at all, never move. But if you don't give maintenance to your body, it's going to begin to have decay, right? It's going to begin to smell, whatever have you. So these are things that we want to understand how this thing really works. So Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, that's the law of the spirit. And the way you and I, beloved, have to begin to work in that is that we have to be very intentional and very careful about the words that we, first of all, about what we let in our heart, right? What we put before our eyes, what we allow to get into our ears. And then we must be very, very aware and cognitive of the words that we let come out of our mouth. That's, that's the beginning when you start talking about the law of the spirit. And it's simply just to kind of uh, bring it back together. Simply is this, that the spiritual is greater than the natural. Your spirit going to live eternally somewhere forever. 
It's going to live eternally. It, you, you, a spirit cannot be destroyed in that regard in the fact that it cannot just cease to exist. And you either going to live eternally with God or eternally separated from God. But your body, my body, our body, it is going back to the dust. It's going back to the ground. So the spirit is greater than the, the, the physical. Did, did you catch that? So I got to grab that and I have to learn how to apply that to my life. So what am I saying again as a believer, as a child of God? What are you declaring over your own self? What are you declaring over your life? What are you speaking in agreement with what God said? There's no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. See, I'm not condemned. Why? Because I'm going after God. I'm not condemned because I'm submitted to his will, right? Glory to God. And so now I have to work with him and understand this law of the spirit of life. And I have to learn how to always speak life. I don't care what it looks like. Speak life, decree life, declare life. Glory to God. Decree the promise of God. Declare what God said. Decree his truth. Glory to God. And that's a law, folks. And that law, when we, when you and I, I don't want to get too excited here, but I'm trying. When you and I operate the law, it sets us free from the law of sin and death. Amen, amen. Thank God for his word. We pray that you were blessed by the teaching on our podcast today. Please join us for online fellowship in our personal Zoom room. The access code is 931-432-8488. And the password is the number two. God bless you. We love you and hope to connect with you soon. Until then, continue to be about the Father's business.